Hi, and welcome to Enchantment, a Dragon Age Let's Play podcast. I'm Manny. And I'm Brandon. And this is episode four for you, Brandon. Four? <laughs> what for, do you mean for me? For you. The, this episode's for you, Brandon. Oh, it's just, it's for me. For well, you. it's for uh, our listeners. It's for our listeners, for everyone. Pokemon forever. <laughs> Pokemon forever. We're going to go back in time, and we're going to meet our, our professor as a child. Exactly. And, and we're going to have, um, <laughs> we're going to have Celebi, and Suicune's going to cry, and it's going to be great. It's beautiful. Underrated Pokemon movie. I don't remember really feeling too much towards it. Honestly, <laughs> I had it on DVD. That's why I like it. Okay, <laughs> but yes, welcome, welcome. Episode well, four. Yeah, episode four. Yes, we're st we're still in the the Dragon Age Inquisition. Yes, of Enchantment Inquisition. Yeah, Manny, what have we done last time slash slash thus far? Thus far, so oh god, what did we do last last time? We were in the hinterlands. We were. We were. We were having a lovely hike in the hinterlands. Um, we fought some mages, we killed some mages who were hiding out, um, <laughs> got some landmarks. Yeah. It was just a really nice woods episode. It was, yeah, it was very casual. We got horses, or a horse, I guess. We did get a horse, not as exciting as I thought it was going to be. Um, no, it was just kind of, but we got just kind of happened. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, overall, it was a good time, you know? Oh, we saw Mother Giselle, and she told us that uh, we need to talk to the other clerics, even though they yes. hate us, so that yes. they can realize that we are we are lovable people yeah, we're, as the we're Inquisition. Not, we're not bad. We're just, you know, we're, we're very, we're jolly. We're a jolly group of misfits. We're trying to use people's religion against them so that they believe that we're righteous. Is, it, <laughs> is that so bad? Is that so bad? Is Are we... We're not monsters. We're just manipulators. But I don't think manipulators <laughs> are monsters. No. We're just smarter. Um, but yeah, that, that's basically where we're going to pick up this time. I mean, we're finally going to um, push things along a little bit more now mm -hmm. that we've gotten our exploration out of the way. The hinterlands is like the um, the like typical thing that people say all the time with Dragon Age Inquisition is that... Um, they spend too much time in the hinterlands. Yeah, I but, heard um, that. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a podcast, so <laughs> we're just going to do what we need to do and get out. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the beauty of this. You can never, you don't even have to play Dragon Age. You could just exp experience us going through all of that. No, you should still play it, Manny. You should still play it. Still play it, but like if you don't want to. <laughs> uh, it, if we start endorsing this as a suitable replacement for the game, they're not going to allow us to use their audio anymore. That's true. Play the game. <laughs> <laughs> Buy it. It's on. It's 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 very affordable on the play, uh, PlayStation Store. Yeah, it's like five dollars every every other month. I know. It's like it, it basically just play it. It's five bucks <laughs> every other month. But, but anyway. <laughs> Um, we're gonna pick up now, like, literally the last thing we did last time was ride on a horse, and then we're gonna immediately start this episode back in Haven. We, we, we were riding the horse, and we're just like, okay, we're done here. And, well, in re okay, so in reality, we rode the horse, and then we were like, alright, let's go eat dinner. <laughs> and then we came back, and we're, and then we picked up, so we're skipping dinner, and now, um, we're gonna be back in Haven. And when we get there, there's like a, um, uh, there's like an angry mob in front of the um the chantry. Yeah. 
It's like a Frankenstein. Yes, just like Frankenstein. And there's lightning <laughs> hitting a pole at the top of the church. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. Right. Oh my god, excuse me. What is happening? Excuse me. Unrest. Your kind killed the most holy. He looks upset. Lies. Your kind let oh. her die. Shut your mouth, oh. mate. Enough. Are these Templars and Mages? That is not my title. We are not Templars any longer. We are all part of the Inquisition. <laughs> and what does that mean exactly? <laughs> what? Back already, John. Just, Haven't you done enough? It sounds like, like a guy who's commander. like cosplay, like doing like some like RPG, live RPG. It's <laughs> like, we are no longer Templars. We are the Inquisition, damn it. Alright. I hear a bunch of... Wow, that, everyone dispersed. So immediately as we had a giant crowd of people they just disperse like it was nothing yeah the chatter is just like ah, da, 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 da. it's just like <laughs> get out <laughs> where everyone's talking and then once the person leaves it's silent yeah like as soon as they leave the room which is which that was like the thing that bothered me the most in get out was that one scene because you could still hear that everyone stopped talking exactly you're just going up the steps like you would hear that there's that there's no more chatter like, like he would have been just like, wait a minute, and just walked down. It's like, why are you guys silent? What's going on? <laughs> that was the one when I watched Get Out with my family. That's when they thought they were a cult. Like, the, oh. like there was some like witchcraft going on, like demon work. Yeah, that that is not natural. That's not natural behavior. Well, it's not. I mean, I guess Dragon Age Inquisition would disagree because they did it here too. Well, not. It's not like they no like. It's not like everyone's still there and they got quiet. It just, like, the sounds they just popped of out the of existence. people, like, they just it just disappeared. They just, like, poofed. <laughs> it's like, all right, that scene's over. And <laughs> everyone's gone. <laughs> um, and basically what the scene was, was uh, Templars and mages being like, oh, you're the reason everything's going to shit. No, you are the reason. And Cullen trying to rally everyone together as members of the Inquisition. Um, so the Inquisition's like, you know, we're bringing together people of all sides of the political spectrum. Uh, what a beautiful we're, message. That we're, we're a sending. big tent party. They're a big tent party. What's that? That's You've never heard that term? No. Oh, my God. They've been using it. it. Both sides have been using it for like the, like the last year to explain. Oh, I've their, never heard of it. Like, the ex like they're explaining their extreme, like the, the extreme people in their party. Okay. And it's like it's like how can you uh, condone this kind of rhetoric? It's like, well, we are a big tent party with multiple different views. So what does that mean? Big tent? Big tent. Big tent. So that means yeah. that your party encompasses multiple viewpoints. Multiple viewpoints, some extreme, some moderate. It's so just it's not so it's not a way to like encouraged by partisanship it's a way to explain why there are extremists in your party yes <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we get that and and it's kind of brief but uh then we're able to enter the chantry like normal as if that never even happened <laughs> and, and uh we do find our way to our newest friend um josephine uh, who's one of our advisors? She's like our PR, our um, our like international relations. She she's she's all of that. Um, mm. and we see her talking to an angry Orlesian man. <laughs> Can you go left? 
There's something there. There's like a mission there. The Inquisition cannot remain. What the fuck? Are you the phantom? <laughs> this is an inopportune time, Marquis. More of the faithful flock here each day. Master Lavelan, this is the Marquis Durelion. Durelion. One of Divine Justinia's greatest supporters. And the rightful owner of oh, Haven. No. Owner? How's Are you a cult guy? This Inquisition is not a beneficiary of this arrangement. Beneficiary? You own this land? I will not let an upstart order remain on her holy grounds. Uh, we have bigger. We all have bigger problems. Yeah. Demons are pouring from the sky, and you're worried about land claims. His Grace's position is not so strong as he presents it. Despite their Ferelden relations, the Duralions are Orlesians. If the Marquis wishes to claim Haven, Empress Selene must Empress negotiate Selene. the Ferelden on his behalf. Her current concerns are a bit larger than minor property disputes. These politics are ridiculous. Oh. If every noble wandering by is as stubborn as the Marquis, what good is it talking to them? Every kingdom is subject to its lords. The Inquisition will require their goodwill to survive. So I actually do like this scene. This guy, he's... <laughs> do you want to describe... How oh, the looks? Phantom? Should I describe the Phantom <laughs> of the Opera? Okay, so this man... Um, this is basically our introduction to Orlesian culture, in a way, of like how uh -huh. or Orlesian pol. If you didn't read the books, of like how yeah. Orlais politics and how they, you know, do things. Um, but we're still so, seeing it. Like this is our yeah, first time, literally, like, like literally seeing at it. it. Like okay, yeah. This man is wearing a yellowish mask that covers yeah. his face. Except it's like. I, that's why I call it him the Phantom. covers his face and then stops at the mustache. Yes. Like, everything from the mustache down is... And I say mustache because the because the fat mask has a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> it does have a mustache. It looks like... Like, <laughs> like, it was built for the mustache to be exposed. Yeah, it looks... It's kind of like a mustache and then and then it goes up from there. Like, the mustache is the, fo the focal point. Yeah. Like, what what bothers me about this is that you would think that this was just, you know, reserved for parties, like a masquerade ball. But no, this is how they dress <laughs> normally. And it's This is where, like, he, th this is him coming to, to speak to the manager. He's like, <laughs> you don't belong here. And, and he came up in this outfit. Like, did he get out of his house and, like, change into this on he his has, way? He also has, like, this giant coat. Like, this Which giant... Which is also yellow and black. It's, like, yes. yellow and black checkerboard. Everything's matched perfectly. You know, it's a great outfit, but it's it's just so bizarre. This motherfucker is about to sing music of the night, and it's just, <laughs> and he's uh, I don't like this. I don't like how how they dress. It's just it's yeah. wrong. And then he's such like a he's like a Karen, if you will. I mean, because then <laughs> after he leaves, Josephine is like he is bullshit like basically <laughs> he's saying that haven is supposed to be for pilgrimages and stuff and he has the right to like who gets to be on this land and then after he leaves she's like no he doesn't and uh it it's just kind of and i, I find the scene interesting because i feel like it it peers into what josephine's role is yes i feel like everyone else is obvious it's like Cullen is the army and Liliana like <laughs> gathers information and this is like uh it it helps illustrate why she's kind of important. Yeah. 
Like it, it does. It, it encompasses a, cu- a couple things. It encompasses Josephine's role and how good mm-hmm. she is at it, and also um, this man. Well, not this man. Well, the culture of Orlais. Yeah, yeah. I do like that. I feel like this game in general. Um, as much as we say that the narrative is very like generic in terms of like the overarching plot, like everything within is very nuanced and complex like it's still at the core very complex it's just like not the focal point of the the plot as a whole so like this stuff like the culture of Orlay and the relations and the chosen one of it all which we're going to get into later in the episode like uh like i feel like this is another example of how those complexities are still in there which i'm thankful for yeah um but uh moving on from that uh this is we're we're about to be introduced to another like kind of small mechanic. Basically, there's someone here named Minave, and <laughs> she is kind of like she's like a mage, I think, and she's like a researcher. And so, if you give her things like like uh, the loot that you take from your fallen enemies, she can use them and research them, and then it'll give you like bonuses to damage them based on like the research that you accrued. Um, so she's like in the same room as Josephine right now. So we're going to learn about this mechanic here. Who the fuck are you? Oh, wait, we have something to give her. My name. You're the Herald. Or it sounds like we're saying my name. Like if it isn't my name. Is this my name? I have something for you. <laughs> I, I have something for you. Can you use it? Yes, that's very helpful. Oh, you're welcome. Just leave it there in the tranquil and Excuse me? We have tranquil here. You have tranquil here? I'm leaving this place. You are all sick fucks. You're all filthy slavers. Summon war council. Operations. Operations. <gasps> what? There's something from our brother. <gasps> Fer- Fergus Kusland. Oh, what? So the turn of High Ever wishes to convey our deepest sympathies on the death of Divine Justidia the Fifth. The most holy was incomparable in her wisdom and dedication to peace. We will hold a vigil in High Ever in remembrance of Justinia and cordially invite the Inquisition to attend. Sincerely, turn Fergus Kusland. Oh, oh let's I, send Leliana. I think it would be fun. Yeah, because she knows Stevan. We're sending you. That's nice. Let's see what we have. And speaking of um, like complexities of the world, this is our first like uh, this is our like Dragon Age Origins Stevan reference. Yes, he. We have his brother Fergus, who's if you, if I remember correctly, Brandon, his son and wife uh-huh. are dead. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm they... pretty sure his whole family's dead. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure because I was trying to remember. I was like. Doesn't Stefan have a nephew? But then I remembered the the happily family <laughs> moment of episode one, the first ever episode of Enchantment, and it went all downhill in episode two. I think episode two is when we met the family. Oh no! I thought episode one. Is, oh, episode two is episode when we met one. The fam- I think ends like right as we talk to um our how and our dad, uh, and then and episode two ep- is like the the actual like origin, like story. the app, like the. The family moment, and then episode three is when they die. Yeah, where he's like, oh, I want a sword, daddy. And then he gets stabbed by a sword, yes. I assume. He's killed by <laughs> Tim Curry. Tim Curry's men. Yeah. 
It's sad. Um, but anyway, wow, that, that's we get to a, hear from him. That is such a flashback. It feels like so long ago. Very first quest we ever had. Yes. And now look at us. And now we're just getting like uh, letters from them as a totally different person. Exactly. It's uh, it's amazing. <laughs> We've come so far. Time yeah. is truly incredible. Yes. First, I remember when we <laughs> learned about tranquils, we made fun of them. And now we're just against the whole idea. <laughs> but now we know, uh, not only uh, we've made fun of them in the past, we've turned people into them. Yes. <laughs> and now uh, we've really bit made a whole like um, uh, change to our outlook of the world. Yeah. Now we're, we're now we just we don't like them. We don't like the fact. Well, we, it's not we don't like the tranquils. We don't like the action of making someone a tranquil. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly am not sure if we make other people tranquil in this game. I'm not I feel sure. like we might. We might. I, we'll, we'll have to. We'll have to see. <laughs> so uh, we might have a relapse. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, this is our first. Like this whole letter from um, Fergus uh, Kuzlin. This is going to be like our first real time engaging yeah. with the operations which we mentioned before, yeah. where it's like um, you can send your advisors to to do tasks. Yeah. And, and you know they'll they'll occur in real time. Yeah, and it's actually like a a window. Basically, like this is how they introduce their references to the greater Dragon Age universe of characters yeah. we've known. Um, like instead of having them like fully into the story, they are just like thrown into this like yeah. section of the game. Where it's I feel like, like it's useful because it's like th- there's probably a lot of characters where it wouldn't make sense for them to show mm-hmm. up. You know, yeah, like it's a, it's it's a nice mechanic. You're like, unless like you've only this is your first Dragon Age game, you wouldn't know who the hell these people are. But then if you played the other two, like, oh my god, it's so and so. This yeah. is what I got, and like, it, I feel like your decisions on who to pick would uh, are kind of informed by like are, what you know about them. Exactly, like for example, like, we um, sent we sent uh, Liliana on this specific mission because oh, Liliana was Stevan's friend, so yeah, we'll just send her yeah. to do this exactly. And um, even if you didn't play the other games or just don't remember the characters, like, it's still worth just kind of like, oh, there's the thing and send someone on it and I get something out of it. So, like, they're taking a mechanic and turning it into something, like, more. Like, it could have easily just been, like, super generic, like, someone over in the whatever area wanted to send you a message, you know? So um, I feel like they made the most out of this kind of thing. And it also shows the the scope of the Inquisition. It's like um, the Inquisition is more than Xandrian running around in the wild. Like it's mm-hmm. it's an actual organization that is yeah. like doing things concurrently with whatever you're up to, you know? Yeah. So yeah, this, this is pretty cool. Um, but like we said, moving on with the main story, last time we saw Mother Giselle over in the hinterlands, helping mages, and she was like, the clerics, the chantry, they all hate you, but you might be able to talk to them. And so we're going to have a conversation with our advisors about, like, a potential visit to Valreo to talk to the chantry people. Okay. Let's do it. Having the herald address the clerics is not a terrible idea. You can't be serious. Mother Giselle isn't wrong. It's a terrible plan. No, no. I'm not worried. What can they do? It's just talk. Don't underestimate the power of their words. An angry mob will do you in just as quickly as a blade. I will go with him. Well, yeah, you're a party member. 
What choice do we have, Liliana? Right now, we can't approach anyone for oh. help with the breach. Because no one fucking likes us. Use what influence we have to call the clerics together. She's always Once in a weird, ready, like... We will see this I'm through. writing something downstairs. She's always writing something. She's very diligent. With her... With her, uh her clipboard that has a candle attached so this is uh th this is somewhat of a recap like we're we're sort of talking about how everyone hates us and we have no uh influence to get help from anyone with the breach it's um it's sort of stuff we've talked about already but this is another example of like uh kind of like the same way we unlock the hinterlands you're around the war table and you don't just go places you have to like justify why you're going there within the the concept of the Inquisition and and your political power and stuff. Yeah, I like this way of unlocking places. It makes sense. It makes us going to the areas make sense. It feels meaningful. Yeah, I feel it's, this is what like people always complain about Kingdom Hearts. How everyone's like, oh, you just go to the Disney World and they're, they, they just mean nothing. It's just like you just go and you, you experience the world and, and it has nothing to do with the plot. <laughs> and this is like the total opposite where it's like every place you go, they try to give a, like a reason for you to be there. You know, and, that, <laughs> and here's what I say to those people, which include you, Brandon, because I think you're the ones who you're one of the people who don't really care about the Disney pl pl plots. Um, the Kingdom Hearts plot. I mean, I enjoy playing them. I would prefer if they learned how to pace a story throughout an entire game instead of having a story only sandwich the game. Well, well this is what happens, Brandon, when you have to have a property included into a game and it has it, it's not going to be natural. I go into Kingdom Hearts to play around with Tarzan. But it could be. Manny. Like, okay, you go to Kingdom Hearts to play around with Tarzan, even though you can only do that in one of the games. <laughs> but, like, uh, or let's let's say, like, you go to, you go to, I don't know, uh, Big Hero 6, right? Mm -hmm. Is there anything stopping you from advancing the story while you're there? Like, you already have a fucking, like, weird organization person talking about, like, oh, you could take a heart and it's two hearts and it's a digital heart. Like, just take all the bullshit and replace it with stuff that actually matters. And then the I next think, thing you know, okay. it's like, oh my God, this world matters. Well, okay, here's the thing, Brandon. I think I we, we're just complaining about the later Kingdom Hearts games where it makes no sense why I'm doing this. The first game made sense. Did it? At, it did make sense. I had to go to each world and lock it and help. And also I was looking for my friends. Okay, I mean... It's still, like, in terms of the worlds you were going to in Kingdom Hearts 3, I think they had some reason for you to go, right? Where, no, wasn't it like, no. I had no or, reason. Or was it just, like, you had to you had to gain your power back? Yeah, was that but it? it's like, yeah, gain your power back. How about you go on a trip? Go to fucking, go go play around with Rapunzel for, like, an hour, and maybe you'll feel, like, stronger. <laughs> and like, like, that was the laziest thing. Like, at least with Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2... Each world had a specific reason. Well, not like a specific, but like it felt n a little bit more natural to go to these places because you had a task. Because I had a task, and this to was do. like this. This was like the subplot to achieve the task. Like, it's kind of like it's kind of like Dragon Age Origins, going back to Dragon Age, where it's yeah. like we need to go to the elves because we need their help in the blight. But first, you have <laughs> to solve their issues with the werewolves. That's like yeah. that. That's what Kingdom Hearts One is. It's like oh, I need to s seal the keyhole, but first I have to deal with Jafar. It, it's more like um, it's like. You do something for me, I do something for you, kind of thing. <laughs> it's like the, this it's is like, this oh, is like the subplot to yeah. achieve the um 
the thing that that advances the story. And you know what? That kind of makes like the people that you're helping kind of like assholes if you really think about it. It's like, oh no, I won't help you save the world unless you do my. You mean chores. in Dragon Age Origins? In Dragon Age Origins, like I won't help you save the world unless you do my chores. Well, I mean, well, a everyone in Dragon Age is an asshole. Yes, <laughs> but B, I think we're supposed to take it as like, how can we help you while our society is in shambles? It's, it's I think like that's supposed to be part of it. Like it's it's basically like deal mentality. You do something for me, I do something for you. Even though the thing I'm asking for affects them because if they don't do anything to help me, they're going to die. <laughs> then the world is going to end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But sure, um, let me help you with your stupid fucking werewolf curse. <laughs> <laughs> Which could end with you just siding with the werewolves and killing all the elves anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Which at that point, they might as well, they were better off not asking for our help. But anyway, yes. So we need to go to Val Royale. Um, and we have to unlock it in the same way that we do in the past, or with the hinterlands, which is by spending power. We get like a little bit of a, like a summary on the low down there. Um before we arrive we must convince the chantry to permit us entry into the city so we cannot sh- so we can show them the herald of andraste is not the monster they believe i'm confirming this is interesting the way they like uh framing wise how it's yeah. like we're like a uh we have to be like a diplomatic organization yeah here we go <gasps> oh right <laughs> this is where the music <gasps> is Oh God, that's right. That's that's the music of this area. Hi and welcome to Enchantment, the oh. Dragon Age Let's Play podcast. I'm Mandy. Oh, oh, she reacted just like our listeners do. Like, oh my God. Your skills of observation never fail to impress me. Is it because we're we're like an elf mage, so they hate us? My Lord Harold. I could not believe that this is where the music came from. Yes, this it was, is, uh, <laughs> it's like the, it's the Val Royale, like, Orlay yeah, music. Yeah, like, it, it took us three games to get to this music. I was like, you know, every time we yeah. played that song in the beginning, I was like, where is this from? Because I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then when it started playing, I'm like, oh, here it is. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Like, it, it'd probably be less weird if it was something from the first game, because then it's like, yeah. you're used to it already. Like, it's a game in the world. But now, like... Anytime I hear that song, the first thing I'm going to think of is the podcast and yeah. not, like, the, the game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's our intro music. It comes from the, it's like the relay theme, and, and they play it in many different ways, but this is the specific version yeah. that yeah. is used for our podcast. Yes. Because <laughs> it's are, like, it's triumphant. Yeah. It's like, a, it's it beautiful. sounds like a, yeah, a, like, like, a like a prelude to, to something beginning. Yeah. Yes, it's true. <laughs> um, but yes, we are here in Val Royale. Royale, whatever. Yeah, um, we are. And it's beautiful. This is probably the most beautiful area, like city, we've ever encountered. Um, we could describe a little bit of what it looks like. Um, yeah, it has like um, it's kind of small. It's like this small, is definitely just one area of it, Val Royale. It's small but detailed. Yeah, I feel yeah. like, uh, yeah, it's very pretty. It has, like, um, it, it's, like, this center, like, I don't want to say courtyard. Is it, like, a plaza, I guess? It's a, it's, like ve- this- it's theme park-like. It has, like, a hub and spokes design. If yes, anyone knows yeah. what hub and spokes means. 
Do you know what it's like? Um, I, I I can infer. It's like there's like the centerpiece building, yes. and then there's a bunch of like alley kind of like streets that that come up out of the circle that surrounds it. You're you're kind of correct, Brandon. Do you know where that okay. originated? It originated from roundabouts on no. the highway. Okay, no. what is it? It's a it's that's Disneyland. That's the first. That was, they were the first people to do that. To do that, where they have a central icon, and then all mm-hmm. the lands are spread around it. Okay. So that's there, there, there were no like ancient cities that did that. I, I imagine no, they probably did, but I like to revert <laughs> everything back to only Disney so did th- it. That was the that was the first theme park to do it. The first theme park to do it. Um, but yes, it has like this design. It has this beautiful like green mix of greenery and like lovely blues and whites and reds. and like reds and like red banners. But like the buildings are blue, and then you have the green. Like it sounds like a lot of colors. Then you have golden shit. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of colors, but it comes together to make a really nice yes. kind of area here. It also has a lot of marble um, statues, which now. Yeah. I, I will I will allow because this is a fake world, but we have to stop our <laughs> our thinking that that's how people back in the day had their sculptures. Oh, because is it, it is inaccurate? Been, it is inaccurate. It has been proven that Greek and Roman sculptures were actually colored wow. in. Wow. So it's so, not all white? No, they were like... never white. They were a- they actually were painted uh with hu- with realistic colors on them. And then the oh, paint wow. so faded then wh- away. Why? Why do we always see them as as being like a raw because, colored? Because why we see them as they're all white? Because that's how yeah. we found them, and that's how we thought they were. But it in but it, but known. the paint was actually like like it like came off over time. Yes, it's just like how we thought. Like people thought fucking dinosaurs have reptilian skin, and now we all know that they're they're feathered birds. Yeah, science. Wow. All right, well, maybe they just have a specific style here. Yeah, that's already. why I was like, I will accept this because... It's present is, day. It's present day. It's their world. <laughs> they want marbled sculptures that are white. That's totally fine. Yeah. Um, but um, as we're entering this place, we enter on this kind of like long bridge entrance. Okay, yeah, and kinda, people you know are clearly upset with our presence. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, re- it reminds me of when you're going that that castle town from Tangled, and it has that long bridge. Yeah, <laughs> and it has a gate yeah. for some reason. Like this is a fucking theme park. It has a goddamn gate. We paid. It has admission. a gate. We paid admission. This is, to get is this here. the same gate where um uh was it a sunder where Evangeline and and everyone came back and they're like we can't let you in. Is that yes, this gate? Probably There's a lot of poor gate. people on the outside. Like they made it sound like like the gates were holding out people, and then on the inside it was like the lavish people were living it up. You know, but this, this is, is this just kind of like it's just barren. This is the fucking Emerald City from Oz. <laughs> There's probably like a man at the gate and be like, "You can't come here." But I have a <laughs> <laughs> but I have a message for the wizard. <laughs> and that's a horse of a different color. <laughs> um. So, yeah, as we enter, an Inquisition scout, like, who's already here, I guess, comes running up and uh, tells us a bit about, about the situation here. You're one of Leliana's people. What have you found? The Chantry Mothers await you, but so do a great many Templars. There are Templars here? People seem to think the Templars will protect them from, from the Inquisition. 
Uh, I mean, we did I kill a bunch of Templars and Mages. We did. Only one thing to do. Oh my god, oh, we're, we're in Orlay! This, this is our first time ever in Orlay. Alright, guys. We're in Orlay, so don't you fucking embarrass me. Of course, you know, we come to a land. Um, uh -huh. we, there, there's some, a fuss, a little bit of a fuss, a little bit of, of a course. problem, because there's always be. a problem when we get there. Like everyone's totally <laughs> fucking fine. Like 20 minutes ago, I mean, but I don't once know they about see that. us come in, it's like, oh, I don't fuck. know about, I read the books. I don't, I don't believe for a second that this place is ever doing fine. It's beautiful. Of course it's fine. You just, you can't see the fire coming from the alienage down the road. <laughs> <laughs> That, what what alienage? What fire? <laughs> we never had an alien. We never had an, there was there's no alienage in Boston say. <laughs> um uh but yeah, basically um the scout tells us that the clerics are here but also the templars because they believe the templars are going to protect them from the evil dark inquisition. Um <laughs> so we finally get our chance to walk around Orlay. But uh, we are clearly not welcome here. There's a point where we walk past a woman, and she's like, "Oh!" No, <laughs> I, I, like I mean, honestly, I think she's just reacting to Cassandra's outfit. She's wearing that like ginormous she's wearing the Kunari like, Kunari armor. outfit, and be like, "What is wrong with you? Have some respect." <laughs> the, or you know what? We're not you. We're not wearing masks. Maybe that's why they're they're not used to seeing just like bare faces. And, and by and by masks, I mean like the Phantom of the Opera <laughs> masks. Yeah, that's uh, that's how I've reacted for a while when I see people without a mask. <laughs> like oh, it's like oh my god, get away! Oh my god, this place is gorgeous. Why do Look people hate it here? This is so beautiful. It's like a theme park. Hi. It's like it's like Super Nintendo World. It's exactly like look how brightly colored and small it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the gift shop. Good morning. Good morning. Anyone here? Oh, merchant. Oh, it is a gift shop. Not open today. Not until this fast is over, at least. Two minutes I thought this was Orlay. Where the hell's your accent? You're not committed. Maybe she's a traveling merchant. Ah. Uh. You know what? Do you think he's willing to, like, say he's the Herald of Andraste just to, like, satisfy people into respecting him? Yes. Or do you think he's, like, super... <gasps> like, just like, I'm not the Herald. So we make it here, uh to this this mob well not necessarily mob a group a group of people yeah we have like uh, the cleric talking over people yeah and you know it's what like they, they really started without us and you know what i really like this cleric's um outfit it's it's oh it's really ve it's very uh like casual it's the casual priest outfit like this <laughs> is a priest this is like a priest who's uh after the mass is done they're just walking out into like the world, be like, "Oh, look at me in my pants!" But I'm. St they have the little white thing yeah. still outside. And she has but the, she has pants. She, she has, has the unraveled hood, but it's like not as. It's like large. if she went out. She went out to the store to go get groceries, and this is what her outfit is. Yeah, well, she is out in the plaza. I. This is in front of like an like another gate too that kind of leads to like some sort of dock. Here. But you know what's the problem with these gates? I feel like they're not really blocking off much because that's a very 
wide wide like, yeah like I, that's, that's true I have the peeve. distance between the bars is definitely large enough for i think everyone in this scene to walk through yeah like the only one who couldn't walk through that are like the farmers who adopted superman in the first game <laughs> that, that's like, the only person there uh you know and maybe a classist <laughs> but uh but yeah so th- they kind of started without us i i thought we were going to have a like a private meeting but apparently the clerics are just like in front of this mob together we mourn our divine a naive and beautiful her naive she was naive <laughs> dorothea splattered in blood you wonder what will become of her murderer well wonder no more Behold, the so-called Herald of Andraste, claiming to rise where our beloved fell. This is a false prophet. Prophet. The maker oh would say God. no elf in our hour of need. I never claimed to be. We have a real enemy. Let's talk peaceful, peacefully. What do you think? I feel like if we deny it too much, do you think... It like wouldn't the, go over well with the people that actually respect us for it. True. Let's talk peacefully. Yeah. We came here in peace, simply to talk. And this is what you do. Oh. I implore you. Let us sit down together. It's true. The Inquisition seeks only to end this madness before it is too late. It is already too late. Oh, gee. Oh, hi. So at the end there, the Templars start to march onto the scene. But but before that, I just want to talk about this whole concept where, like, we were supposed to have a private meeting with these clerics, and then we show up, and they're, like, preaching in front of a mob. <laughs> that, that is so rude. The, I feel like, like this is... Oh, I mean, this was done on purpose, Brandon. They they don't... Yeah. They, they want to make an example of us. So, of course, they're going to yeah. make... Like, this... They have an agenda... Of trying yeah. to make the Inquisition look like stupid poop Look faces. terrible. I feel and like this is a very Orlesian thing to do. This where is a very like, Orlesian thing to do. You turn the tables on them based on like their perception where it's like, now you're in front of a crowd and I'm and I'm pointing at you. Now now what do you have to say, you false prophet? Like mm-hmm. uh but meanwhile you were you were just like prepared to have a peaceful conversation. Yeah, it's 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 just throwing the ball into our court where it's just like, look at them. Look at them. They're being they're yeah. being they're evil. They killed Look the them. divine. Look at how they're dressed. They don't have masks. They, they don't, don't have, have they don't have beautiful clothing. Yeah. This is basically just a um what's it called? This is just an example of they yeah. just want to make an example out of us. Yeah. And then it ends there with the cleric being like, and the Templars are going to protect us from them. And the Templars, <laughs> like, come in, like, yeah. <laughs> After the Templars denounce the Chantry, now they're just back. Like, yeah, we're, <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're gonna, co- we're gonna help you now. Oh, oh, yes, they are. The Templars have returned to the Chantry. They will face this Inquisition and the people will be safe once more. <gasps> oh shit! Why would you do that? Well, that took a turn. That that yeah, was uh, that was. You might have been able to tell. You might have been able to tell from the sound effect. But one of the Templars, as the cleric, is being like, "They're going to protect us from the." Ah! 
and, and they punch her in the face. No, oh, no, the back no, of the head. no, no, they, no, they punch her in the neck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that was a neck punch. It was like, really that, bad. It was hilarious. As she's like touting them. She's, she's like singing their praises and they punch her in the head, in the it's neck. Like, we are not associated with you. Oh. Like, so in case you, you thought the Templars might, uh, might return to the Chantry, that doesn't seem and you know likely. what? That's, at, at least, at least that's good. Cause like if, they use this scene to show that the Templars are back with the Chantry. That would have made the whole situation with the war between the mages and the Templars like feel like uh, oh, like it would have like made like oh, they just they just went back into like oh, it just wait, like no, reverted no. to the status quo. Like yeah, right like after. now like we're still not in the status quo. Like we the, like the Templars yeah. are not with the Chantry. They like yeah, this like that's it's still basically like just solidifying state. that that's the case still. That's true. And you know, that makes sense because the Templars, they left the Chantry as part of the books. But as mm-hmm. far as like the games, the games are concerned, at the end of Dragon Age 2, the, they were still part of it. And yeah. so this scene is a really like clear way to show even people who played all the previous games, it, but maybe didn't read the books, you can like see for yourself the tension between the Chantry and the Templars. Yeah, and, and probably, you know, they would have had that reaction of like, holy shit. This yeah, is it's like, why are they doing that? <laughs> yeah, because I, I can imagine if you don't know about the, the divide, it, you like, for all you know, the Templars are still like loyal servants to the Chantry, you know? Yeah. So actually this, this uh, I think the scene, now that we're talking about it in that way, I feel like this is a very good scene. It's It's still yeah. very shocking. <laughs> It's very exactly yeah. <laughs> like suddenly punching her. <laughs> but um I, I yeah, it actually does a really good job at portraying all those things in a very Orlesian way. And then you have just the blunt Templars just punching people in the face in public. <laughs> no one gives a shit now. Like I feel like the Orlesians they want like they're trying to make an example of us and now the fucking Templars like who gives a shit? Boom. Just, <laughs> just immediately punch them in the face. <laughs> it's like, oh well, I guess we're not talking to her. She's a priest. How, How dare, dare you? you? What's the meaning of this? Her claim to authority is an insult, much like your own. Shh. Lord Seeker Lucius, it's imperative that we speak with... You oh, will he's a not seeker. address me, creating a heretical movement, raising up a puppet as Andraste's prophet. You should be ashamed. The Templars failed no one when they left the Chantry to purge the mages. Oh, God. You are the ones who have failed. Jesus. Okay. Help us close the breach. No, no, no. Why are you here? Okay. I don't want his help. If you're not here to help the Chantry, then you just came to make speeches. But Lord Seeker, what if he really was sent by the Maker? What if... Foolish boy. You are called to a higher purpose. Do not question. Templars, Valroyo is unworthy of our protection. We march. You just came here, punched a priest, yelled at me, <laughs> and left. Look, they're praying over the priest on the ground. We meet a new um, kind of like subplot villain here. Uh, his name is Lord Seeker Lucius, or rather his I, title I, is Lord Seeker. And I... Th- and. W- just as a thing, if your name is Lucius in any sort of medium, you're evil. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pretty uh, it's a, like clear track honest, record. Honestly, it feels like an evil name. Do people nowadays name Lucius? Uh, it's probably I, not common. It's probably not. There's probably like I a, thought a, Lucas would be like Lucas probably more common. Yeah, but I wouldn't think that there are people named Lucius that much. No, you don't really see it, especially because like a, how do you shorten it, Lucy? Yeah, like that's a, a little. My name. It doesn't sound modern. My name's Luke. Luke. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't see it happening. Uh, but if your name is Lucius, then I hope you're not. I'm evil. Sorry, you're you're an evil person. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're we're introduced to him. He's a seeker. This is not the same Lord Seeker that was in Asunder because he was killed at yes. the end by Cole. So this is someone totally different. But he um he's basically like chastising us, saying that we're false prophet basically like similar to what the cleric was saying like you have this fu- puppet here that you're saying is a prophet and you you started this little cult of yours like uh, you fucked up and honestly <laughs> i i kind of don't blame him for that like imagine being in the world at this point and all of a sudden you hear about the inquisition forming and it's just like they have this person who they're saying is is like the messiah <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely like i would think that's weird too it, I, I would say like yeah you you have a a group of people some with a military force yeah who have soldiers in it and you're saying this guy is sent by the maker then i, I would be <laughs> with soldiers <laughs> yeah i would be very concerned because it's like like are you gonna try to like overthrow like, like overthrow gov- first like the of all yeah, like overthrow the government overthrow the religion <laughs> Yeah, when you put it that way and look at it from the outside, it definitely looks very uh, malicious. Yeah. Um, but then you have the Chantry here is also, it's like the church, but they have an army. Uh, I guess the Templar kind of renounced them. But point is, like, it's basically the same thing. And now they're trying to cling to the status quo as much as they can. And they'll be like, oh, it's a false prophet, which it yeah. is. But Yeah. <laughs> It's like even even freaking Zandrian's like I'm not a prophet, damn it! It's like and how are you, false prophet? It's like I agree with you, <laughs> but you're still using it for your political gain. You're willing like, to like y- people call you Harold all the time, and don't tell me it's just because the game can't pronounce your name. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I do though. Um, I like. And I've I've pretty much said this already, but I like this approach to the Chosen One narrative. Like like we said, you know, the plot line as a whole is simple. It's like you're the Chosen One. There's a hole in the sky. You got to close it. But Mm -hmm. then, like, the inner workings of it is very complex. Like, you're Chosen One, quote unquote, are you really? Is religion real? And then, (laughs) then you get into this whole thing of... Like the established religion is trying to cast you as being like a false prophet and the and and all that. I feel like it's pro. It's a very interesting subversion yeah. of the the chosen one narrative. And, and you know what? I just realized that now that the way that each game goes around uh, uh-huh. not using the name that you chose for the character is by calling them by their title. By a title, yeah. By a ti- by like a like a fucking like in the first game, it's the hero of Ferelden. It's like, yeah, or like warden or warden, and second one is either hawk or the champion. Yeah, I guess uh, that one it was even easier because they gave yeah. you like a last name. Yeah, 
and, and then, then they'll call one, you Hawk, and then they'll be like Bethany. Bethany, <laughs> it's like you're not good enough to to use your last name. And then now it's it's the Herald. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, I do can't like that. To, I can't wait to what Dragon Age Four does. And, and they'll like, just be like Urchin, <laughs> the legend. The legend. The legend. It's just some honorific. Yeah. Imagine like they have an, like technology to actually have them use the name that you spelled out. Yeah, but it would have to be in like every voice actor's like voice. That's what. That's why like, it's taking forever for Dragon Age Four to come out because they're doing like, every voice. Well, hello, actors. Talia. It's Talia. It's like a clearly computerized. It's like hello, Ben. <laughs> just put, the like, dogs are attacking. <laughs> And then it's like it's, a really emotional moment. Where it's like, Ben, you must help. My family's in there. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like, help us. Ask King. <laughs> it's like, a, like vulgar. <laughs> it's something, something completely vulgar. Just to, so they could, so the, the characters could say it. <laughs> Boob tit. You, you can't know what truly. That, you know what that could work for? There should be an RPG. About uh-huh. robots, and so they could use that kind so they of already speaking sound pattern. Like it's so they already speech. sound robotic. They so, should have done that in Nier Automata, but they already have names. They're, oh my god! Everyone, there's ma- no like living characters in Nier Automata. It's all machines. I know. It's you know what we're going to fucking Bioware. I'm gonna make a game called Robotica. <laughs> are there robots in Mass Effect? I haven't played it. I think there are. I would assume there are. I, I know a lot of people listening to this have played Mass Effect. So um, if anyone, if if this has a place in the Mass Effect universe, let us know. And, and we will take this idea straight to Bioware. Yeah. We're, <laughs> well, I'm going to call it Machinica. That's the name of the land. And they're all robots. And machines. Oh, it's named Machinica? It's called That's Machinica. like if Earth was called like Humanville. <laughs> Humanville. Welcome to Humanville. <laughs> okay um <laughs> i'm writing this down i'm gonna make this game <sighs> but yeah uh after this whole squabble the, the templars they leave the the people there's still like people praying over the the cleric that was punched and on the ground it's kind of funny because it's like a background <laughs> thing <laughs> um but the next thing we get here is like very sudden. We're we're just kind of like getting ready to leave Val Royale, and then all of a sudden, an arrow sound just comes out of nowhere, and there's an yeah. arrow like sticking out of the ground. Oh, what's that? An arrow with a message. Where the hell? Where the hell did that come from? Oh, it's there on the ground. Oh, hello, mysterious arrow. Favors for favors for friends. <laughs> <laughs> friends of Red Jenny. You know what? Imagine that hit somebody. <laughs> well, well, maybe whoever uh, shot this is as good as Sebastian, and they're as just good. able to purposefully miss whoever they want. They should have aimed at the priest too, just as a callback. <laughs> as, as, she's, as she's on the like, floor. as she's on the ground, she's like, "I'm starting to feel a little better." <laughs> <laughs> she's like, <"Whoops>, <laughs> <laughs> "Just today is not my day." <laughs> Oh my god! That w- oh, that would have been hilarious. That would have been so funny. And the like, Templars leave, and then it finally cuts back to them. She's like, "Okay, yeah, I think I can stand on my own now." <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and like that whole day is just near death experiences. Oh. 
she falls, someone pushes her down the stairs. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> but yeah, th- this arrow, uh, it's very quirky, the letter that's on it. Favors for favors for friends. It sounds like it sounds like a like a tagline for, for like for something. To me, it like sounds a like a quirky like a like YouTube series from a YouTuber. Favors for favors for friends. It's like welcome to favors for favors for friends. What does that even mean? Fav- favors okay. for favors for friends. So, so the favors f- are for favors. The favors are for other favors. You do a favor. So it's like it's like uh, Dragon Age Origins. You scratch their back, they scratch yours. Yes, you know what? You do the That's favor, what? you get a favor, and now you're friends. And now you're fr- exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, and basically, this letter says that there are a bunch of like items with with red shit on them. Yeah, around this little courtyard thing of Val Royale and you have to find them and then they will reveal where you need to meet um whoever signed this the friend they probably just want the, they probably just want the little banners that are hanging at the top there's like, these, like oh that's red that's red <laughs> and she's like, like yeah, climb I, up the building and rip down the decorative banners it's like and look what the inquisition is doing they're destroying <laughs> our beautiful plaza <laughs> it's like he has a monster and we're just like on the side of the building <laughs> just grab like, like run, <laughs> Farrakh, run, Farrakh, <laughs> like running out of the Valrio. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that's our little like subtask to do here. But while we're here, we also get um, th- there's this other mission awaiting there's us. There's so much shit going on. Not yeah. only not only has a fucking arrow, not only has a priest been punched, but an it's... arrow comes out of nowhere, and we get an invitation. Yeah, that one's the most mundane. It's like a priest gets punched and arrow comes from the sky, and I was invited to a ball. It's like, you know, I've only been here for ten minutes. It's like all this shit is happening at once. Um, but that's exactly what's gonna happen. There's this like a uh, messenger with an invite. What about the exclamation mark on the map? On the mini map. It's just like a mini map. I believe that message. You are the Herald of Andraste, are you not? I have an invitation for you. Oh my First god. First Enchanter Vivienne. You're cordially invited to attend my, su- my salon. Yours, oh. Vivienne de Fair. First Enchanter of Montesmard. Enchanter right. of the Imperial Court. Okay. Alright. Do you wanna. What, what's the red stuff we're supposed to be looking for first? And yes, we get invited very cordially to. Like, um, to go to, to a, a ball, ball. To, in I, someone's salon. And we, we're going to a salon hosted by, uh, what, what she said? it's like, uh, what the hell is on the name on the note? Oh, well, it says Vivienne de Fer. Vivienne de Fer. First enchanter of Montsimard, enchanter yes. to the Imperial Court. So it is a, a mage. First enchanter yeah. mage. Yeah. Um, and and she's also part of the, like, like the Imperium... Uh, not mm-hmm. the Imperium, but the, the, the like empire, like the the royal kind of court of yes. the Empress. So, um, so different exciting. than what we're used to at Kirkwall, where first enchanters <laughs> slapped every day. In the they're face. they're basically just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turning into like blob monsters at Turn the end of the blo- game. Yes, yeah, so, so 
Makes so much sense. So now we have to uh, like find the red stuff. We have to worry about this invitation. And we eventually do find the red stuff. There's nothing particularly interesting to, to talk about there. Um, and that gives us our next coordinates. And as we're getting ready to leave Valreo, there's another person who stops us for our, our fourth chance encounter of the day. Um, and <laughs> so, this is... Huh? No, it's like so, so eventful. Yeah. <laughs> so eventful coming here. And uh, it's going to be an elven mage who stops us. If I might have a moment of your oh, time. Oh, want. Grand Enchanter Fiona? Leader of the Mage Rebellion. Is it not dangerous for you to be here? I heard of this gathering, and I wanted to see the fabled Herald of Andraste with my own eyes. If it's help with the breach you seek, perhaps you should look among your fellow mages. We have nothing in common. Oh, that's not true. We're mages. Um, w will you help us? Yeah. Does that mean the mages will help us? We are willing to discuss it with the Inquisition, <gasps> oh, at least. Consider finally. this an invitation to Redkin. <gasps> Come, meet with the mages. An alliance could help Oh, my God. See? I hope to see you there. Au revoir, my lord. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> Let us return to We're like two stupid fucking Americans every time. Like, if a French person <laughs> speaks with us. Who would have thought that we would have met Fiona in Fiona. this city. Fiona. Who we know from multiple books. Yes. And this is the first I time she's shown up in the games, right? Yeah, yeah. We've known her from... We read her... Uh, what was it? In um, The Calling. She was... I think she was briefly in Asunder. And she mm -hmm. was in... Very much in... Um, not, like, not like super much, but she was in no. um, the other one. The Civil this War really, one. This really what is a called? theme Mass park. Empire. This really is a theme park. Look at all the things yeah. that have happened. We had a show. We had <laughs> Oh, we got a show. We had a show. We had character interactions. We had character we, interactions. We we have uh, we almost got hit by an arrow, which is almost, it's like when like the when the animatronics get set fire and someone almost gets hurt. <laughs> and then we got invited to to a ball, which is like a like a chance encounter. Yeah, it's like park. it's like the boobash. It's, it's exactly <laughs> like the boobash at Magic Kingdom. Um very bold of Fiona to show up here, considering, like, the Lord Seeker just left. Like, yes. they, they were punching clerics. Like, I think they're willing to kill you on the street if they were to see you. So, uh, very brave of her to show up. Yeah. But um, she basically tells us that she's over in Redcliffe and that she would uh, like us to come by because she might be interested in, um, in having the... Uh, the mages like uh, help out with our cause so why already much now? friendlier I, I don't understand why we have to go somewhere further if she's here right now we could talk right now because manny we're in the middle of el Rayo. their templars marching about she's not ha she's fucking fine of being out in the goddamn open if she's telling us this like oh meet me at red <laughs> no, no manny let's go into, let's go into a, an alleyway or in like some empty fucking room talk about a lot, like an alliance. Well, we're already and going to Haven. Maybe we could have like brought her with us. Yeah, exactly. It was like, oh, come over. You know with why? Us. You know why? It's because we have a uh, secluded courtyard to go to, and and a ball to go to. That's, That's why we have, we have too much on our plate. It's like I have to go to a party. Fiona, like I know the the breach. I want to close the breach as much as anyone else, but uh, 
<laughs> this can wait. I have to go to a ball. I have to go to a ball. I have to, like, I was not preparing to go to a ball. I have to get an outfit. I just got yelled at in the street. I'm not in the mood. It's like, look at my friends. Do you think they're in ball attire? No. We have to go shopping. (laughs) Fiona. (laughs) So considerate. uh, It was very nice to see her, though. It was very nice (laughs) to see her. Uh, Alistair's mommy. But yeah, uh, uh, lots of references, too. Now that it, like lots of book references, you have like the temp the fact that the Templars are apart from the Chantry. Yes. You have Fiona, who's a character from the books, and then like references to origins. Like, uh, I feel like you're really seeing the world come together now. Now that we're like no longer just getting Inquisition specific exposition. Yeah, it's, like everything's really coming together. Yeah, it feel it, it makes it just feel like a full breathing world at this point with all the right. References. Like it's a true like continuation yeah um but our next stop is this secluded courtyard so this is the area where um the like red things from that red jenny letter told us to um told us to visit at at a certain time and all that so it's nighttime we get to this courtyard it looks like an orlesian kind of like estate yeah um and as soon as we get there we're attacked by guards, I assume. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit! Well, this is where we were asked to go. Alright, well. Fend off the guards. I did. I hate these costumes. I hate these costumes! I don't know who you are. Wait, why are our friends, like, knelt down? I'm too important for this to be an accident. <laughs> oh boy. We'll survive in victories against you elsewhere. Just say what? What is that? Ah! Oh. A lot is happening right now. <laughs> there's there's this very action packed episode. There's a very action packed episode. So we're in the secluded courtyard. It's nighttime. Yes. It's, it's, and we're being attacked. This man. In a horrible, horrible outfit, like Jesus Christ, Orlay. <laughs> like he, he again, he looks like mask. a couch. Like, <laughs> like his these... shoulders look like the arms of a couch. They <laughs> 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 do. They do look like the arms of a couch. And he has a golden mask. I really wonder, like, do they do they ever take these off? Like. I feel like this is very dangerous. Like, it's very easy to pose as other people. I don't know. It's, <laughs> But also, it's terrible for tan lines. Like, imagine a very hot Oof, day. God. And then you yeah, take it off. Like, what awful. if, like, the top half of his face is, like, all, like, pale? It's, like, pale. And then the bottom half is, like, burnt. It's, and it's, it's, it's too much. It's too much. And this much. is, like, this is a courtyard. I assume this is his estate. Yeah. And we're just coming and, and fighting off guards. And he, did he, like, wake up in the middle of the night, be like, oh, my God, we're being attacked, and then dress up like this? <laughs> like, he like you, what, do you expect him to come in his little nightgown? Yeah, well, like, like he a little hat out, on? like, all, like, as if he's going to a ball, like, what is the meaning of this? I'm just imagining him in a nightgown, some hair curlers, and, like, green face, uh, f- a green facial mask, and be like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Even still wearing a mask. It's just yes. a different type. <laughs> Um, but he's dead now, um, because at the end there, you, you heard him get shot with an arrow. (laughs) 
Yes, he's, he was shot after he said the word what. It's like, idiot says what? And, and he goes like, what? The and, then, and then he gets shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the assailant is going to make herself known. She walks out and uh, should we describe what she's wearing? I think we should. Yeah, probably. let's describe what she's wearing. She has. Or like who she is in general. I okay. Guess. So, yes, this is uh, Sarah. Yes, she has blonde hair. She's an elf. Short blonde hair, like Mia Farrow Mm -hmm. type blonde hair. Well, not really Mia Farrow, but short blonde hair. She's an elf. She has like this brown chest, like fabric part. And then then kind of like a a red outfit, uh, sleeveless shoulders, which is an interesting. Oh, like exposed shoulders. That's probably not good for an archer. I feel yeah, well maybe uh, yeah. yeah wouldn't you get shot there arc. probably like really easily? And also when you pull it, wouldn't like I, I mean I've only done archery once. You've done um, archery? I've never done archery. I've done archery. Very I've scary. Played games with archery. Yeah, and you've played games with archery, of course. I've but played I've Wii actually... games with archery. <laughs> now <laughs> that's done, accurate. I, I went to a basement archery place. Oh, it was very, very exciting. Is it kind of like axe throwing? Say. Is it like that type of situation? Oh, I, no. And, uh, axe throwing is a, is terrifying because once that thing hit, hits back, I move backwards because I'm terrified. What do you mean hits back? Because like when... Like if it doesn't stick. Do, like it doesn't stick, it, it, it bounces back and I'm, oh my I'm God. so horrified. And you well, have to sign a waiver the, so you don't even get to sue them. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like you know fun. what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. <laughs> Archery's fun because, well, when everyone stops, I'm like, does everyone have their arrows in the thing? Because I'm not walking towards mine until everyone walks towards theirs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, this is Sarah. Uh, yeah. And she's very quirky. Ugh. Squishy one, but you heard me, right? Just say what? Rich tits always try for more than they deserve. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Obey me, arrow in my face. So, you follow the notes. Are you read Jenny? Glad to see you. And you're an elf. Well, hope you're not too elfy. You're an elf. I mean, it's all good, isn't it? The um, important thing is you glow. You're the herald thingy. Some say that. Who are you? Yeah, who are you? Some believe I'm the herald of Andraste. But who are you? And what's this about? No idea. I don't know this idiot from manners. My people just said the Inquisition should look at him. Your people? Elves? <laughs> no. People, people. Name's Sarah. This is cover. Mm. Get round it. Put the reinforcements. Don't worry. Someone tipped me their equipment shed. They've got no breeches. Because no breeches. Oh, they're not wearing pants. She stole their pants. Oh my god, you hilarious woman. <laughs> oh, you are comedic gold. <laughs> no breeches. Okay, we get it. They had no pants. Hello, <laughs> You're a strange one. I'd like to join. <gasps> oh. The friends of Red Jenny. That's me. Well, I'm one. The Inquisition has spies already. Can you add to these professionals? Here's how it is. You important people are up here, shoving your cods around. Blah, blah, I'll crush you. I'll crush you. Mm-hmm. Ooh, cr- 
Oh, fucking rebel ben, Wilson. You've got cloaks and <laughs> like this tit. All right, Sarah. I can use you and your friends. Yes. Getting good before you're too big to like. That'll keep your breeches where they should so be. So as you can hear, um she is supposed to be a very funny character. And you know, at first Yeah, I she, she was, was funny. She was she was doing it for us for a little bit there. Yeah. It it starts to get unfunny. When you repeat the same joke over and over. Like, you can repeat the same joke after a while. Like, after, let's <laughs> say, two or three days and you just reference it back. And it's still yeah. funny. But if you're going to repeat the same joke within minutes of each other, yeah. then it's not going to be funny. It's like, okay, you had, like your, you had your moment. Part of me wonders if it's supposed to not be funny. You know what I mean? Like, like... She's saying like, the same joke over and over because she's quirky and like socially awkward. Like, is it more of a character thing than like us supposed to be finding it funny? I, I don't know if that's what their intention was. If their intention was to make this character fucking annoying. I don't um, know about like I don't think she was meant to be annoying. Like I, I don't think they made anyone with your intent to like dislike them. Yeah. But like her social awkwardness, like the her just saying the same joke over and over and like she finds it funny but like the characters in your party clearly don't like yeah. i don't think that I, like i don't know if we're supposed to find it funny too or if or if we're yeah. supposed to just see that as like oh look at her awkwardness like i don't yeah, know it's like it's like maybe this is just her defense mechanism she just likes <laughs> to use comedy she's just like like it's things are serious and she doesn't want to be serious so she's yeah. just gonna keep making the same joke that she already made yeah, I mean, look how she reacts to us being an elf while she is also an elf. She's like, oh, you're an elf. Like, th th that's the thing. Like, she's not entirely just jokey because she clearly has opinions about the world. She's like, oh, you're yeah. an elf. And she, like, doesn't want to yeah. be associated with elves, I guess, even though she is yeah. one. Like, she doesn't see herself as part of that. Yeah. I, I like yeah, to put very... her on the... She sounds like a chaotic... Well, I don't know. A chaotic neutral... I would say chaotic neutral. Yeah. yeah. She's definitely chaotic. I mean, she, <laughs> I have a... So, I don't want to spoil too much about our experience with Sarah. But um, I will say that I have a... I think, looking back now in these seats that we're sitting in, I have a little bit more of an appreciation for her. Because mm -hmm. we will learn her to be, kind of like you said, like jokey... Like, kind of doesn't try to make things too serious. And obviously, there are a lot of things in this game that are very serious. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like that's an interesting character to have. Like, the character that doesn't care, she, you know? She Like, she's like the... She, she has the comic relief. Like, her and Varric are supposed to be kind of like the comic relief yeah, characters. For sure, but for sure. Var but Varric's... The difference was that, like, she just doesn't give a shit like she doesn't treat anything seriously yeah while varick is allowed to treat things seriously he has a very charming comedic sense to him yeah he makes like quips as opposed makes to quips. he's a he's a marvel character she's <laughs> harley quinn yeah that's extremely <laughs> <laughs> that's very true yeah. um and that's not to say sarah doesn't care because obviously she wants to join the inquisition and she's yeah. willing to put her life to the cause so yeah. um by the end of this meeting her 
she uh she joins the inquisition and she kind of mm. tells us that like you're up here like <laughs> i did enjoy yeah. that actually because <laughs> it's like i'll kill you i'll kill you and then they start kissing each other like that's what like that's how i imagine orle is like <laughs> yeah <laughs> terrible country terrible country um but then uh but she joins us so uh of course gotta be thankful for that oh well there she is there's sarah all right who do we want do, uh, do we want to put sarah since she's new yeah oh do more sisters uh, should we have solace We'll do um. Yeah, might as well. Okay. Even though Sarah doesn't seem to like other <laughs> elves, I guess. All right. Well, it's the elves in power now, Cassandra. It's so elves better you doing it for themselves. Se- <laughs> <laughs> the elves doing it for themselves. Um. Is that it? Is it? Was it just to get her? Yeah. Okay. Too many breaches was one of the items in the. Oh bag. my god. <laughs> And let's do the other one, too. Which one? The invitation. So now she's part of our party. And that was probably the quickest time we've ever gotten a new character. Like, literally, like, boom, boom. Yeah. We just, like, fight. Uh, fight a few people without pants. And then uh, yeah. I did like that. Like, uh, they put the effort to, like, add enemies. Like, it could have just been generic enemies. But they put the effort to not give them pants. I do appreciate hey, that. You know what I find funny right now? It just It just came to my head, Brandon. Uh-huh. That uh, I will say, like we do say that this is the quickest we ha- we've gotten someone, but I'm just going yeah. back to Dragon Age Origins, and I'm like, how mm. many party members did we have that came and went like it was nothing? That full first part of the game, we had our mom in our party. We had two idiots oh, well, they that don't died count. eventually. They don't count. They're not like full I, party members. I'm counting them. They were we, at least those two Grey Wardens who died. I'm counting <laughs> them. They were with us for at least two big missions. I'm talking about like actual companions. Like normally in Origins, everyone had like a full mission. You had like Alistair, obviously. Yeah. Like you met him as a Grey Warden. Morgan was a huge deal. And then even the ones that weren't like the initial ones, like when was integral to the whole mage thing. Um, I guess the only one I can... Uh, okay, Liliana and Sten were random additions. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Liliana and Sten just kind of showed up. And then mm-hmm. Zevran kind of showed up. So you know what? Maybe it was jarring. I think what makes it jarring about this is probably just the, the frequency of it. Like, it just all happens. Yeah, like, not to spoil, uh, uh, like... True. Basically, the characters, the companions when introduced in this game is like rapid fire. It's just like boom, 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 boom. Like you get here, them all one are. after another. Yeah. Like yeah. And no... So it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it's, it's not the length of the mission that they are arriving that's different. It's, I guess, the frequency of it. Yeah. But even so, like, we like Liliana, but, um, she was introduced very quickly, but then she kind of like made up for it based on like her presence in the party. But yeah. Sten, like I feel like if we had a full like introduction to Sten, maybe we would have liked him more. You know, I mean, like literally, Sten was just stuck in a cage. Like you could clearly just skip him. Oh yeah, he's just like in a cage. There's no reason to like think you should interact with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah, anyway, speaking of, um, we have a ball to get to. So we just got Sarah in this nighttime courtyard, and now we're going to go to this ball 
which I I would imagine would be a different night, but it's possible it's the same night. Yes, it's like um. <laughs> oh, no one's gonna understand that reference. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? It was um, uh, like uh, if anyone's seen the show Dynasty, uh, <laughs> there's a character who goes to a wedding in one same episode, same night, goes to a wedding. To, to ruin it. Well, engage in party to ruin it for one character. <laughs> then in that same episode, goes to a house and, uh, and buys the house, tells her ex-husband that she bought the house and she has the receipts. And throws <laughs> all their fur coats and calls them junk. <laughs> like right after having just been at a party. <laughs> it's just like, this is one eventful fucking night. Yeah, so, so this works in the same like timeline as Diamonds. Yeah, the same logic as Dynasty. Yes. Which is great logic to live by. Um, if anyone has never seen the, the show Dynasty, which if our age are, you know, most of our fans, I think, are within our age group. So they probably didn't grow up in the 80s. But yeah. if you have. Maybe some did. If you, if, Yeah, maybe some did. I, I know that we uh, have some listeners who have grown up in the 80s. But if you have mm-hmm. not watched Dynasty, the old one, not the new one on the CW, the old one. Yeah. The go old one. ahead and watch it. Because my God, At every. Every, like, you just watch a scene, so much shit happens. You're like, how did this happen in this one show? How did all these plot lines happen in this one show? Oh, great stuff. Um, great television. And now, it's time to make it to the Chateau. Um, and it's just Zandrian. Uh, we don't see our party members as part of this, but we show up to a ball, beautiful, like, navy and gold color palette going on, and it's Orlesian. So everyone's wearing masks, and uh, we have to mingle. Oh my god, what fancy fucking southern ball did I come in here? Hello. Master Lavellon, on behalf of the Inquisition. I hate their stupid fucking masks. (laughs) I hate their costume. It is always the same crowd at these parties. Are you here on business? I have heard the most curious tales of you. I cannot imagine half of them are true. I haven't done uh, much yet, but uh... You know me? Madame de Fer is a fond nickname the court has given Lady Vivienne. Interesting. I've heard she finds it amusing. Tell me about the dream. How is that amusing? His I do not know why I expect these two to be a Pokemon villain. It's like a double battle waiting to happen. So we're mingling with these two people. There's like one Orlesian guy and an Orlesian woman, and they're just chatting with us. So like, oh, I heard them so many stories about your trip to the hinterlands. (laughs) (laughs) So that's all we've done. That's all we've done. It's like you went to the hinterlands. You killed all these people. I guess like, oh, you came out of the fade. Like, yeah, sure. I I guess that. Like, how um, long has it been? Like a week, a couple weeks? Because I mean, it can't have been that long. I mean, long enough for Vivienne to be inviting us to her chateau. Yeah. So I would say like uh, a month. This has probably been a month. Maybe. Yeah. Things might move slowly. You know, it's a it's yeah. an organization. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, while this conversation is happening, a heckler just comes walking down the steps, and he's like, "Oh, you, you, you suck." What a load of you're a load of pig shit. Excuse you. Washed up Take off your filthy and mask and tell me who you seekers. are. Everyone knows it's just an excuse for a bunch of political outcasts to grab power. 
I want justice for the divine. No, we don't oh, care we're restoring, about Chandra. We're restoring peace. Yeah. The Inquisition is working to restore peace and order to Thedas. Here comes the outsider, restoring peace with an army. What just happened? My dear Marquis, how unkind oh, of you to use such language in my house to my guests. <laughs> and here we have a new character, distinct outfit. So we know yeah. she's important. Very distinct. Um, yes. This so, is going to be Vivienne, who is yes. hosting this party. Mm -hmm. Much like Tahani would. Yes, Tahani from The Good Place. Because <laughs> in every episode, Tahani has to host something. Yes. <laughs> that That's um, a Good Place reference. Yeah. Uh, but let me describe what, um, what Vivienne looks like. Yeah. So um, her distinct feature that I like to talk about is her cowl. Which is yes. uh, Maleficent, like, mm -hmm. like clearly Maleficent. I don't know if there is something historical with this kind of cowl look. Yeah. Um. I thought I I thought that Maleficent was the only one in the world. Like that was the first time this kind of look was used for <laughs> a, for like someone like someone like a some magical mistress. Yeah. But I'm wondering if this if there if this could be traced back to either. <laughs> You know, the style. historically, like there's a style with horns, like a cow with horns, or like inspired by Maleficent. Yeah, maybe this is inspired by Maleficent. This is 2014, 2013, yeah. or whatever. True. The, I, was the Maleficent movie out at that point? I, don't I mean, know. Sleeping Beauty sure I mean, was. Ma I mean, Maleficent. Well, of course, yeah. Sleeping Beauty was like years old already. Um, but yeah, so she has like a Maleficent style cowl. Um, yeah, this but it's large. also like it's not only like a hat, but then it's also like a mask too. Yes, like also she had she is designed as a typical villain. If you yeah, she has a high it. collar, a high with a, collar with a with a really like low drooping like V like um like chest a deep V neck like a deep that's what I'm deep, looking for deep yeah. V neck um. And it's like skin style tight, like pads. beautiful formed to her to her body with like large yeah. shoulder pads, like in Dynasty. This I was gonna say, this is a Dynasty outfit. This <laughs> is like if Dynasty was uh, remade by like a as a super villainess. <laughs> like yes. <if> was... <laughs> yes. Um, she's also black, by the way, which I feel like is not typical for dragon age right like yeah. do we have any black characters in dragon age origins any, i don't think we and ever have any black two, characters like i can't I, think of any i don't i can't remember a like a human black character and we've had in, others in this game but this is our first like named person because there was yeah. like because they were like templars and stuff so i mean th this game is clearly better diversity wise like I feel like yes, I'm trying to have, add. Like you have Josephine, uh, Vivienne. Oh yeah, that's that's also true. Josephine is like vaguely <laughs> brown. <laughs> like she's like she's like she she falls into like whenever there's a fantasy world, um, when they add different races, yeah, like, that are kind of a there's always to, like, like the, races the in like our own world, the Middle Eastern, just like, like composite country that, that is just like a mixture like, exactly. Of all of them. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's like a Middle Eastern slash like Latino. <laughs> yeah, uh, like they always. Is that what Severin's supposed to? Two. 
Like, I think that's what it, it's like, that's how they kind of build it. Yeah. Like, it, like whenever they have someone who's tan, mm-hmm. they mix a Latin accent with the um, Middle Eastern decor uh-huh. uh, in their world. That's what, how they kind of make, like, I, it, it reminds me of, like, Game of Thrones. They kind of do that um, because they always, they always come from, like, a summer, like, hot country. Yeah. And so they have, like, that Latin accent with that Middle Eastern, like, uh, architecture. Yeah. And I do appreciate, Um, I I appreciate that Dragon Age is finally, like, mixing in more races. Because there's really no reason not to. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's no reason that all the humans are white, you know? (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Well, when, when they make it white, they're always, like, when it's in fantasy, white people are always, like, the... The Great Britain Middle Ages style, mm-hmm. yeah. And then when you go to other countries, they're very much they they have to be so distinct on how what their their culture, yeah. Is like. And I feel like that's kind of similar here because like you have like Josephine is from like not from Ferelden. I I don't remember exactly where she's from. And then you have like Zevran yeah. kind of has that same like Latin accent, and he's from like what Antiva or something like that. Um, yeah. But anyway, this is Vivienne. She's our supervillain. And um, at the end there, <laughs> what you heard her do, because she's a mage, is freeze this heckler guy. Um, <laughs> and what we're going to get into is us like seeing that she did this and having the fallout of, of whatever's going to happen. You know oh, it's fucking Maleficent. <laughs> Here's the villainess. I'm Vivienne. I humbly beg your pardon. You should. What would you have me do with this foolish, foolish man? Um, <laughs> let him go. Kill him. Let him what? go. I think the Marquis has seen the error of his ways. By the grace of Andraste, you have your life, my dear. Do be more careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm delighted you could attend. This I do love her costume. I wanted to meet you. She looks like the PS5. <laughs> she does look like the PS5. <laughs> Allow me to introduce myself. I am Vivienne, first enchanter of Mont-Saint-Marc and enchantress to the Imperial Court. Ah, but I didn't invite you to the chateau for pleasantries. With divine Justinia dead, the chantry's in shambles. Only the Inquisition might restore sanity and order to our frightened people. As the leader of the last loyal mages of Thedas, I feel it only right that I lend my assistance oh, to your oh, cause. Oh, well, well. Oh. Is this business, business or pleasure? Or pleasure? Oh. I am not fucking Maleficent. No? Not, uh, do we want to start now? I don't not even, even know. a little flirty flirt? Okay, well, is this business or pleasure? Is your interest in the Inquisition, Madame de Fer, or is it more personal? <laughs> Aren't you charming? <laughs> it's professional, of course. Oh, welcome. Oh, let's investigate. Uh, what are loyal mate? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, is she a mage? Yeah, who... she froze the guy. She's a mage. No, is she a mage who, who, um, who loves being oppressed? So you're in favor of returning the mages to the circle, then? Where else can mages safely learn to master their talents? <laughs> we need an institution to protect and nurture magic. Maker knows We're not magic will find her. neither. 
The Inquisition will be happy to have you, Lady Vivian. Great things are beginning, my dear. I can promise you that. Oh, boy. All right. And Maleficent, a.k.a. Vivienne, is part of our party. <laughs> yeah, she is. And, you know, um, we learn a lot of interesting things about Vivienne in this scene. Um, basically, she is a mage who supports the circle. Yes. Or the the role that mages play in society or how they're supposed to play in society. Yeah. So like she, she believes she sees, the circle can be good to like teach mages. Like it shouldn't be total anarchy. Yeah. Like she kind of see she's like, I'm trying to think of a, a type of like fiction where like super powered people are controlled they rather she's Tony Stark in the Captain America <laughs> Civil War, where like uh, uh, rather than being entirely separate from from the government, they they can work together. Yeah, they can work together. While Captain America's like, no, anarchy. You can't do that. A no, 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 not anarchy. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, you're talking to the person who said Spider Man's a menace. So yeah, I Brandon and I are never going to see eye to eye when it comes to superheroes. <laughs> I feel because like Brandon puts the superhero logic to our world. Yeah, reality, that's what they want us to do. Where, where I'm thinking of it's because I, that's why I think it's a stupid argument because we don't live in a world where there are fucking aliens that could grab fucking diamonds. Okay, and, and, and what if we did half the universe? And what if we did? What if we did that? I want Spider-Man to go fight a giant purple man. Who yeah, but he, yeah, but, yeah, but he can't just do it on his own accord. What if what if Spider-Man was immoral? What if the person who happened to get spider powers wasn't uh, trustworthy, and there was no way to to like at all judge whether this person's doing anything for the right of the people? You just have to trust that the people that get the powers are are like more moral beings, moral people. <laughs> You know what? What's, what's to stop them from imposing their strength on us next? That, I trust Captain America, goddammit. And that's all you have. <laughs> all you have is trust because you can't do anything about it if Captain America decided to use uh, his powers for evil. Well, you know what, Brandon? If you're going to just wait for the government to tell the superheroes when to act, then I hope you enjoy being dusted. I, I didn't because say that's what's going to happen. I did not say they have to be a government <laughs> entity. I'm just saying there has to be some sort of law or not law, but there has to be some sort of method to to like gauge the, the morality of these people. They can't just go around with powers that that can't be stopped by anyone because there's nothing stopping them from turning around and being like well now i can control you like now now i'll be the menace instead of the aliens because what's what's stopping see, if me if brandon, if brandon watched wandavision you would you'd be like oh see i was proven correct <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's like she took a whole town in hostage oh but it's fine because she'll fight thanos it's, it's fine she's just dealing with something brandon you don't understand <laughs> They're just being crybabies because, oh, I was trapped in a sitcom. <laughs> oh, boo-hoo. She lost someone. Well, anyway, <laughs> that's how Vivienne feels about mages. <laughs> 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 and, um, uh, but she, I, I do enjoy, I, I have a similar feeling to Vivienne as I do Sarah, where it's like, um, while I don't 
agree or enjoy in the moment all of my interactions with Vivienne. Probably I feel this way more so about Vivian and Sarah. I feel like it's a really great like character to have. It's like the, this mm-hmm. person who feels this way. And um, on top of that, you also just get a really hammy villainess. So it's like, uh, I'm, I'm loving this character. It, it, I, I love Vivian is very campy. Yeah. Because like her persona... She's very like um, flirty and just over the top. Yeah, but also very like, like over, not not over the top like cackling villainess. It's more like a she's dynasty. It's, it's like, like a, a sassy like dynasty. She's a dynasty's character. She's very like like posh and and manipulative yes. and conniving, but also like she's she's like violent. <laughs> like she just froze someone and threatened to kill him at her party, but but yeah. she's uh, she's just very poised about it. Like, she's that person that you're going to have tea with, and then she's going to be like, oh, let's see if you'll survive it. And she's like, is that a threat? Oh, darling, I always threaten people. You're now special. (laughs) Oh, but now that this is said, um, we need to wake away back to Haven with our two new party members and kind of reconvene. All right, so we have Maleficent on the team. That was like the most rapid fire we've ever gained allies. I know. Just like two back to back. Oh god. What's what's happening here? You practicing? Training. Oh Cullen. my god. Cullen, this looks like a mess. Can we talk to Cullen? Cullen, what are you doing here? What what is happening right now? You there. There's a shield in your hand. Block with it. I was recruited to the Inquisition in Kirkwall myself. Oh. I was there during the mage uprising. Mm. I saw firsthand the devastation. Yes, sir. There's Varric. Oh, Varric. Uh, I have questions about Hawk. I've read your tale of the champion. <gasps> oh. I have a few questions. That's a pretty common reaction. Go oh, ahead. My god. oh, my God. Oh, my God. What happened to Anders? Ha- Where are Hawks? Let's, what happened to Anders? What happened to the mage who destroyed the Kirkwall Chantry? The book never said. He fled Kirkwall with the mages from the circle. Stayed with I them a while, they... but he had to move on. Somehow a lot of mages blamed him for making them live as fugitives. I don't know where he is now, and I don't oh. know. Uh, Orsino's fate made no, no sense. sense! In the book, you say that first enchanter Orsino turned him oh. into a giant <laughs> monster made of corpses. How? Why? Do I look like an expert on magical weird? That's definitely like because people well, complain about it. For the why, all I can say is he was desperate. Oh gosh. Alright, where are Hawk's friends? Yeah. Where are the rest of Hawk's associates now? Meryl decided to look after the elves left home fighting. She's done a pretty good job of keeping them away from the mages and good for her. Oh. so far. I guess she has plenty of practice avoiding stupid human oh. battles with her oh. own. <laughs> Fenris has kept himself busy hunting down the slavers who came south. They're all just doing their thing. I love this. I love this. This is what we didn't get at the end of the previous game. Yeah. Isabella went back to the Raiders. She's calling herself. Fuck that bitch. I don't know if she's actually in charge or just has a really big hat. Might be the same thing. At least they're keeping in touch. Sebastian went back to Starkhaven. I thought he. I thought he invaded. Right. Last I knew, Hawk's sister Bethany was doing something in the warden oh. near the Anderfell's border. 
Aveline is still guard, Captain. I'm pretty sure Kirkwall would... <gasps> Aveline stayed? So she's still at Kirkwall. Oh my god. I would have thought Aveline... Then why wasn't she freaking invested interrogated? She right? was there! So we got... Uh, earlier, we got like a little nugget of a reference to Origins, but now we got like a big info dump about Dragon Age 2. Uh, we got, Well, we learned more about like what you know the companions are like what happened to them yeah because we uh, certainly didn't get it at the end of dragon age 2 <laughs> yeah they all just said like oh they left with hawk blah 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 blah. yeah like, i feel oh, like well, this was a reference to that like yeah. i feel like fans were really disappointed that mm. we didn't get in-depth um yeah. follow-ups to the characters and so this definitely I feel is trying to address that. And especially yeah. with the Orsino thing, it's like th this just feels like a direct response to fans. Yeah. Laura's it's just like, yes, we know it didn't make sense. And we're going to say that it didn't make sense. Yeah. Varric's just like, I don't know. I don't know. What don't look at me. <laughs> um, but yes. Yeah, so it looks like Anders, um, he stayed with the rebel mages and left eventually. Yeah. And no one knows where he is. I, 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 this is something that I was actually curious about because, um, I, I remember like Anders was supposed to have been with Talia. Yeah. And it's like, so was he with the Nevelled Mages or with Talia? And I think, so in Dragon Age Keep, where mm -hmm. you like input your decisions, yeah. I remember not being sure when I was filling it out, not being sure like what to put as far as like your relationship with Anders because it was like, Talia approved of his bombing or sh or she didn't. And I was like, well, I don't know. Like they they're still together, but she kind of doesn't approve. Yeah. And I'm not sure which one of those I chose. I might have said she didn't approve, which maybe if I said she did approve, then it might have mentioned that they're still together. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But uh I I'm not sure if that's a plot hole or not. <laughs> I mean, I'll just say that hey, maybe he did stay with the ma the mages for a while. Maybe, she, like, she and him stay with the mages for a while. And yeah, then, could have been together. Yeah, they could have been together. Um, yeah. Meryl is helping elves. And they don't yeah, like the she's. I like that. I, I enjoy that for her. Yeah. I feel like, you know, she's still helping people. Uh, Fenris is hunting slavers, which makes sense. <laughs> That's um, what he does. I don't know how Varric would know what Isabella's doing. Because she left so soon. Yeah. That's true. I did put in Dragon Age Keep, like, our exact decisions regarding Isabella. So, like, yeah. it, it, the game knows that that we did not have her for Act 3. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe they send letters. Maybe she's like, I yeah. like you, Varric, so I'll talk yeah. to you. And then uh, and then Bethany's doing Warden stuff, so, which is, you know. Yeah. But here's the one that, that, that just grinds my gears and makes me hate this specific <laughs> character. Aveline. Aveline is still in Kirkwall working as the guard. Which captain, means yeah, yeah. the guard captain. Which means she could have been asked all these questions about what happened in Dragon Age 2 instead of Varric, because she was actually there as well. <laughs> so what the hell is like <laughs> I, it just it's because what I was saying, I think it's because she does not want to talk about that that date. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to hide she, she doesn't that. want to potentially be exposed for her wrongdoing. Exactly. Maybe, um, 
from a game like story perspective, I don't know if this is true. I I think that Aveline is always the captain, but maybe like Aveline's story can end differently, whereas Varric's is always like he's always fine at the end. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe. Like I I don't like I don't, can Aveline die? Like I'm pretty sure she always sides with you except in like a very specific circumstance. So maybe mm-hmm. Like, in case that circumstance happens, they don't want her to then be, like, part of the narration, I guess. Yeah, true. <laughs> and also, she's, she's just not good at storytelling. Yeah, she's just blunt. She'll just be... Just she's like, like, so what happened? was an explosion. It was crazy. He's like, it was a big explosion. <laughs> Bethany was there. And we fought her. That's it. <laughs> While, like, Varric is, like... Being all like the whole story, the whole story being descriptive, probably adding some like flair to it. <laughs> yeah, that's why the Orsino thing makes no sense is because at that point he was just tired and he's just like, and we fought Orsino. What? Yeah, it happened. It's like, I'm sure I could figure out some reason to make it narratively. Yeah, real world yeah. is messy. I don't have the answers. I don't have the answers. It makes no sense. It's like, but, but Varric, it makes no sense. I don't give a shit. It's life. It's what happened. Take it. <laughs> Um, um but yeah so that but, was a, a nice like update for all our friends from dragon age it was too. and just another example of how the game is sprinkling in everything and making it yeah. feel like a world that that's one of my favorite things about yeah. how this game is done and you know who doesn't get a um, mention sebastian just like it's sh- as it should be oh well we got a mention of him last time we got a mention we know of what he's up to oh we know what that <laughs> that psychopath is up to <laughs> Um, but we are in Haven. So now we're going to go to the war room, talk to our advisors about, um, about what went down in Valreo. We had to do something and now we have an opportunity. Yes. And we have the opening we need to approach the Templars and the mages. (laughs) I'm certain not everyone in the order will support the Lord Seeker. Or the Herald could simply go to meet the mages in Redcliffe instead. You'd think the Mage Rebellion is more united. It could be ten times worse. We should meet, meet the mages. I think yeah. we should meet the mages. That's better than Templars. We just saw I them punch the priest. find out what the mages want. No doubt what they've always wanted. Support well, for their the cause. better. We shouldn't discount <laughs> Redcliffe. The mages may be worth the risk. They are powerful, Ambassador, but more Has Cassandra ever than appre- like, approved of anything we've said yet? Uh, she's our new Aveline. There is one. Oh, other what's matter. the matter? Several months ago, the Grey Wardens of Ferelden vanished. Oh, excuse I me. I sent word to those in Orlais, but they have also disappeared. Rius. It sounds suspicious. It does. That does sound odd. I agree. The others have disregarded my suspicion, but I cannot ignore it. Two days ago, my agents in the hinterlands heard news of a Grey Warden by the name of Blackwall. If you have the opportunity, please seek him out. Can you take your like Alrighty. little hood thing off? <laughs> You're covering your beautiful hair, Liliana. Yes. Let me go. Let me summon the war council. Oh. So we talk about whether we should get help from the Templars or the mages. And uh, some of that's kind of rehashing and just talking through what we just saw. Mm-hmm. Um, but Liliana pulls us aside with some new information that the Grey Wardens of Ferelden are missing, as are the ones in Orlais, except for one Grey Warden named Blackwall in the Hinterlands. So that's our next lead here. Yeah. So 
time to get, you know, possibly another character because, you know, one, two, three, we gotta get through this. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a quest in the inner circle section of the menu, so <laughs> I think that gives it away. But yeah, uh, we basically have to go into the hinterlands to talk to this guy as our next like lead, and then I guess eventually we'll follow back up with the Templar Mage stuff. Um, this leads into about like I want to say ten straight minutes. No, not not ten straight minutes. It, at least it's a long time. Let's just say that. Of us going through the hinterlands, um, just like exploring. But um, it ends with us finally making it to Blackwall. Um, and he's this like rugged, bearded man uh, in like big bulky armor. And he's like training a bunch of like recruit looking people by a lake. And we eventually explore our way over to him. I have to explore where my main thing is. Hello. Mark of the Assassin wishes. Oh, oh, Blackwall. There he is. Hi. Remember how to carry your shields. You're not hiding, you're holding. Otherwise, it's useless. Blackwall. How oh. do you know my name? Who said that? <laughs> what is happening? Who are you people? That's it. Help or get out. We're dealing with these idiots first. And now there's a random fight. Um, so as we're talking to him, there's suddenly just an arrow shot at him. He blocks it with the shield very awesomely. And then we have to fight whoever they were. And their identities will never be important. It's, it's just to add some filler fight in there. Just to make, not to make this interaction so quick. It's just so I was like, ah, throw a fight in there. Just, yeah. Just... Otherwise, it would have been even quicker than the Sarah and the Vivienne one. Yeah. And th this is actually something I was thinking about, uh, which is what I was going to say earlier, with regard to these missions. Like, I feel like in Dragon Age 2, everything needed ha to have a fight. Like, yeah. if this was Dragon Age 2, like, after the Templars punched the cleric, we would have fought them. After, yeah. like, the Heckler, we would have fought him. Like... I feel like every one of these altercations would have been turned into a fight. And I feel like here, they're... It's more like diplomatic. You, like, you get yeah. to deal with those diplomatically rather than violence, which lessens the amount of people you kill. I mean, it makes sense that we <laughs> wouldn't necessarily fight them because we're trying to make our organization look good, even though we just murdered a bunch of defenseless right. uh, mages in the middle of a cave. But like yeah. with these interactions, it's making us look like, oh, we're trying to be diplomatic and all that. Um, right. Unless we're forced to where it's like the guards are attacking us yeah. or these random like bandits or whatever are attacking us. But other yeah. than that, we're trying to deal with things diplomatically, which I like. Yeah. I do I mean, like, like that. We're trying to make a good name for ourselves. So it doesn't make yeah. sense that we would just be going cuckoo crazy with killing people left and right. Yeah, and everyone clearly hates us. Like, we get heckled by the Templars, we get heckled by the clerics, we get heckled mm. by people at the party. It's, um, I feel like they're doing a good job at, at framing all of that. Yeah. Um, and I don't think these people are trying to kill us for being the Herald. I think they're just, they're just literally random bandits. They're just like, ah, oh, there he is, kill him. He has yeah, money. Kill oh, look, people, let's go kill them. <laughs> let's go kill them. <laughs> And then after the fight ends, it's just like back to our conversation as if that didn't <laughs> even happen. This was truly pointless. Hi. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. You're no farmer. Why do you know my name? Who are Greetings you? are in order. 
I'm investigating whether the disappearance of Wardens has anything to do with the murder of the Divine. Maker's balls. The Wardens and the Divine. That can't... No, you're asking so you don't really know. I hate his mustache. First <laughs> off, I didn't know they disappeared. But we do that, right? No more blight, job done. Wardens are the first thing forgotten. But one thing I'll tell you, no Warden killed the Divine. Our purpose isn't political. I haven't seen any Wardens for months. I travel alone, recruiting. Not like much Duncan. interest because the Archdemon mm. is a decade dead, and no need to conscript because there's no blind. Exactly. Coming. Why haven't you disappeared? Why haven't you gone missing like the rest of them? Well, maybe I was going to. Or maybe there's a new directive, but a runner got lost <laughs> or something. Yes, join the Inquisition. Yes. Warden Blackwall, the Inquisition accepts your offer. Good to hear. We both need to know what's going on. And perhaps I've been keeping to myself for too long. This warden... You're just socially awkward. Oh my god. Oh Alrighty. My... Look right. at all the people we already have. I feel Look. like it's they're so quick to join. I know. Sarah. Blackwall. All the new people. Thus ends a um, recruitful uh, 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 episode. Uh, th this ends a lovely just meeting of new friends. We got new friends in this episode. Yeah. It Our was party beautiful. grew three sizes that three day. Si three sizes. Exactly. <laughs> like the Grinch's heart. <laughs> um, and, and very quick. But you know what? Making friends... It's very easy. All you have to do is talk to them and be like, hey, want to be my friend? And then boom. Yeah, all you have to you. do is find someone who doesn't think you're a sacrilegious abomination. And then... And then yeah, and you have them join your crew. It's it's beautiful, lifelike, just amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you know, um, I had fun. We have three new, very interesting characters. A jokey person, um, Maleficent, and Bread. Um, because Bread? He's, so he's so bland. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of like, I'm a warrior. It's very, I feel like I have the least to say about Blackwall. Like, he's just he, kind of like, he's, you know, he's there. He's, he's, uh, he's stunned without the comedy. <laughs> without, like, the, uh, the stoicism being a joke. Yes. I, like, I mean, Blackwall, we're going to get into Blackwall as we do his side missions, and mm -hmm. he's going to get stuff added to him. But yeah. in this interaction, it's really, like... You blocked an arrow. That was cool. Yeah. But besides that, it's just, it's it's not much to work Black, with. Blackwall is your typical, uh, like hetero character. Just like gruff warrior. Yeah. Stern guy. Like you know, and what I he, feel like he's he's Stevan if we didn't make Stevan gay. Yeah, and dead. <laughs> and dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's even a warden. Yeah. Yeah, he, he is he is a lot like Stevan. He has the same like mustache too. Not like not yeah. as big as Stevan's, but it's still there. It's like, like a Stevan grew out a big beard. Yeah, like, like you mentioned, this is Stevan in his forties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's the kind of that's the thing. Like, I, I I like meeting new characters and new companions, but I feel like they joined so rapidly and so briefly Be well, that we kind of have to wait until we get to build a connection with them, as opposed to having immediate. Like an well, understanding of who I they are. I feel like, well, even though 
as we said, like with Dragon Age Origins, when the character where, where some of the companions were introduced, they were just like, oh, we met them here, boom, boom, they're in our team. But there were some mm -hmm. companions who had like full on missions you spent with them. Before yeah, they like Meryl had like a full mission and stuff. Yeah. Well, I would say the Dragon Age two characters had like full on missions or were yeah. very integral. The only to one who part. really didn't was like Sebastian, like Isabella. Well, Isabella, yeah, Isabella kind of just like, but Isabella had a met her good in a bar. intro. Isabella had a great intro, but it, but it was very cool. <laughs> it yeah. was like that made up for it. Yeah, she had a very interesting intro, and like her character was like on, like you could clearly tell what her character was when yeah. she joined. If, if I had to say that any of these were the Isabella, not not character wise, but like in terms of how impactful their introduction was in such a small time, I would yeah. say it was Vivienne. Yeah. Like, you get exactly who she is. She does a cool thing. She like freezes someone, threatens their life, in while all wearing like a gorgeous gown. <laughs> like that is as impactful as what Isabella was. Yeah. I wish everyone had something that, yeah, like showy. And then, yeah. and then Sarah's kind of a close second, but uh, Blackwall mm -hmm. was really kind of bland. Blackwall's just you know he feels like. A character that was just thrown in to to make the the count of companions. Yeah, because this game for. has a very even distribution. Like all the companions. I mean, we're not we're not meeting them all today. But yeah. there's three warriors, three mages, three rogues. Yeah. And there's two men and one female for each of them. <laughs> yeah. It's just very evenly distributed with a nice. Um, gender imbalance that you always see in media. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's which it's, I don't uh, like because last game had so many females and this game has so little. I mean, so the, 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 this anyway. game has so so much penis around, so much male energy, <laughs> and it's it's yeah. It's it's, I don't know if that was... Was there, like, a backlash? Because even though our character was like, didn't female, We already met... Uh, like, I'm just realizing, we already met all the females. The, 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 we, all, we met all the females that are... They're, like, the, all the female companions. We, we have our two advisors, Liliana mm -hmm. and Josephine. And then we have one of every class. Cassandra's a warrior, Vivienne's a mage, Sarah's a rogue. And then everyone else is going to be male. Yeah. That's six companions, an advisor, and Xandrian. It's just a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's it's very different from our sisters doing it for themselves in the last yeah. game. And and this is the same complaint that like like the dude bros of the internet have because it's like oh like it's like the opposite of our complaint. Whereas we're like where are all the women? And yeah. then those guys are like where are all the women I can fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like we I want strong female characters. Um, yeah. in these games. And, but I do you know, like all the, the women that we have. Like, I yeah, love Cassandra. I, I, I love Liliana. I love Josephine. I even love Vivienne and Sarah. Yeah. I feel like the fe the female characters are really strong. I, I just kind of wish it was more, like, of an even and, distribution. And, and what I like is that they're all very different female characters. They're not like, oh, we're the like, the super sexy... Yeah, they're not, they're none not, of them. None of them are not, like caricatures. They're not caricatures. except Sarah, they're, but it's not a stereotype. <laughs> yeah, like they're all very much their own personalities. They don't are. They're not yeah. all the same, which I like that they're all distinct. Um, yeah, from yeah, each other. for sure. Uh, uh, whereas Blackwall is like, it, Blackwall. he's just very. B Blackwall, you like, know who he is. You know, I feel like I. I what does the what do does the uh, community think about Blackwall? Um. 
I mean, we're gonna get to see more about him. This is just like the literal first first impression. Yeah. I think people like him. I, I think uh, he's a romance option, so yeah. I feel like you get a lot of character out of that, and then yeah. he has a side quest. So I, I have a, I probably have, I'm gonna have a better opinion of him after we experience Same. more about him. But yeah. I think I think he has his, you know, people that enjoy him. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone. A lot of people enjoy all the most of these characters. Yeah, I think there's a lot to love about each one. I just wish that the first impressions, like, were. capitalized on yeah. that more. You know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's our episode. That's our uh, episode. Yes. <laughs> next time, uh, I think we're gonna meet another friend, um, and uh, see how. Uh, how the Mage Templar stuff... Uh, I'm not sure exactly how far we'll get into it, but it uh, yeah. should be a good time. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook. You can email us at enchantmentpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, Twitter and Facebook at enchantmentcast. I didn't say yeah. that. Um, you can find us on Patreon, where for $1 a month, you can find found footage of us playing Dragon Age games. And for $5 a month, you can get bonus episodes of us playing games in this format, such as Ghost of Tsushima and Final Fantasy 15 and whatever okay. else. <laughs> um, you can go to enchantmentcast.com slash discord where you can talk to us and others who enjoy Dragon Age. Um, and if you're just joining us for Inquisition and haven't listened to the rest of the show, please feel free to and, and feel free to join us and uh, maybe check out what our journey has been thus far. Yeah, like we're mentioning like the names of all the our main characters. I know, we're really... We're we're really going in with the assumption that be like, whatever we're saying it makes no sense. Who's like, Talia? What the hell is a diestetas? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who are the invisible sisters and why are they actually blind? <laughs> um, like, yeah, you have to go back and get. Why are they mentioning Magic Kingdom all the time? Every well, we don't really mention Magic Kingdom anymore. Now it's oh, Hollywood. Oh, Studios. Now it's Hollywood Studios. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, although we did mention Magic Kingdom, because we were talking about the, the layout. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and you can find us on chamacast.com slash Apple to rate and review us, mm-hmm. or wherever you listen if they have rating and reviewing. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's today, episode four. We're already yeah. four deep into four Dragon Age Inquisition. We made a ton of friends and have not made too much progress story-wise but we we've made progress in building our uh our, our, our group so, yes so and we're gonna that. meet more and more friends as it goes along <laughs> yes <laughs> um and yeah as always i'm brandon and i'm manny and thank you for listening to enchantments and enjoy the rest of your stay at val Royale.